Welcome to the Unstoppable Freedom Podcast. I'm Jimmy Page. While it's no secret that businesses are influencing and shaping our culture now more than ever before, but there's a lot that can be done about it to push back, to put our money where our heart is, to shape the culture through the way we use our money. And today, you've tuned in for part two of a two-part series with a great guest, Riley Meek. We're going to talk today about the kingdom economy and how you can spend your money with businesses that share your values and promote our culture. Here we go. World, And I know that you talk about God's design, right? And you've written a couple of books on this. You've written, I think, a two-book series on this called The Kingdom Entrepreneur. We've got a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this show. We've got a lot of family business owners. We've got a lot of small, medium, and large business owners who really will benefit from this. Talk a little bit about the seven day blueprint. I know you've, you, you know, you go back to the creation of the world and that's, I think that's a great place to start for this. How did you apply that and those principles to this idea of being an entrepreneur and building that seven day blueprint? Yeah, absolutely. Again, as entrepreneurs, I think we, and those listening, you know, that we just think different. We're just, we, this is in it's an incredible thing. Like if, if you're, yeah. when you see a problem, uh, we're not focused on the problem. We're, we're focused on the solution. It's like, how do we make this yeah. better? What yes. can this be smoother? Can this go better? Right. And if that's your, your mm -hmm. thought process, maybe you're not even, you wouldn't even consider yourself an entrepreneur right now. Maybe you're working a, a job, but if that's how you, you think you're an entrepreneur, right? I just want to be clear. There's, there's an employee mindset, which is, uh, do what I'm told and, and don't do anything else. And then there's the entrepreneur mindset, which is, okay, uh, God is creator and he actually invited us to co-create with him. That's, that's, that's wow. scripture in Genesis 2. Uh, he actually invites Adam to come alongside and name the animals. And when I first, the revelation to me on that, I was like, oh my gosh, like God, the, the seven day blueprint, which I'll, I'll get to, but through that yeah. blueprint then, Next, he, he comes to Adam and he's like, hey, uh, let's name these animals. What, what would you like to name them? The creator of the universe asked man to co-create with them. It's crazy, man. That's just so incredible. Yeah. But also, I think just an example of the intimacy that our creator wants with us. And if we understand yeah. Yeah. that if, if we invite him into this process of creating, and this could be the, the culture within your home. Again, this isn't just about yeah. business. This seven-day blueprint yeah. is it is how to create anything. If you want a great relationship, follow this blueprint. Mm. If you want a, a, an incredible business, follow this blueprint, right? It's this this goes into everything into our life. If you just want to lose weight, follow yeah. this blueprint. And and it's why wouldn't mm. we follow the original blueprint of the creator of the universe? And it's so simple. It's all in Genesis chapter one. Uh, and it, it literally lays out how God created everything that we see today. And then he invited us to continue to co-create, right? And God created everything for six days, and then he rested on that seventh day. So I'll, I'll go through these real quick, Jimmy, because um, I could talk on this for days, man, but but day one. Yeah, um, let's, sit on, let's, sit in a, let's sit in on three. I want you to focus in on three. And it's amazing. I do. Perfect. I read them. And I thought to myself, this is a blueprint for life change, for, for, mm -hmm. for a fulfilling life. It's not yeah. just for business. So that's why this is, applies so much. But day one is what? Creating a vision, right? It's having vision. that picture of what you want. Yeah. Yes. yes. Day one is vision. Talk it's, about that. It's crazy because mm -hmm. God, it says 
uh, in the beginning, uh, right? That That's how everything starts in the beginning. Uh, and then it says that first off, God spoke everything into an exi- into yeah. existence, which is another just powerful mm-hmm. rabbit trail that we could go down. But uh, that's where your words, yeah. the power of your words are so important. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the first thing it says, God, it says, God said, let there be light. And when I f- mm. first read this, I'm sure everybody else, you can use it, wow. if you're in your mind's eye right now, just think, what is light? Right. I, I just think of, okay, mm. well, this probably the sun, right? It's how we see things. I got an LED light shining on me right now. But as we continue to read, the sun wasn't actually created until day four. So then it's like, well, wait a minute, what actually is light? Because scripture in the New Testament also says that God is light. And that alone, then I was like, what the dirt? How do I, how do I even read this? Yeah. And, and if, if we yeah. look at actually science, and this mm-hmm. is how I just love so much how science backs up scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, it's just incredible because when, when God said, let there be light, what he was essentially doing was casting his energy. Let there be light. And, and science today actually still proves that the universe is expanding at the speed of yeah. light. Freaking incredible, Jimmy. That's I mean, amazing. I just get goosebumps right there. But but what was God actually doing? He was That's casting amazing. vision, right? He he. First off, he, he, he it was dark. There was darkness everywhere, right? Yeah. It says the the spirit of the waters hovered over the deep. It's like what? How do we even understand this? God had a clear vision of of creating us. And he said, let there be light. It was casting his energy into an existence. And so whether you're in business, whether you're in a relationship, it is so important to start out with a clear vision of like, what is it that you want to do and accomplish? What is the vision? Now, vision is not goals. Okay. Goals are stepping stones that, that are a means to an end that will help to fulfill the vision. But what is the vision of your life? We could spend days and days on this, but that's at the core of, of what day yeah. one actually is. And then what's incredible yeah. is day two, it, it simply says that mm. God separated the heavens from the earth or he created what's called the firmament, mm. right? And I'm like, what is that? It's like mm. he actually created the atmosphere, right? He had to actually create an environment where, yes. where there could be oxygen for us to breathe eventually there wasn't yet but this is the atmosphere that we are now going to live in and this is how in business i relate this to what's the culture in your company right like what is the environment that you've created how about this in your home life jimmy this is a big one if you want a solid marriage like my vision is to have a uh it a rock star, beautiful wife. I come home. She kisses me at the door. My kids are running to me to give me a hug. That's that's a great vision. But you have to create the environment, the culture for that to actually take place. Because I've we've coached a lot of men that it's like, hey, what's the culture like when you get home from work and they hear the, the garage door open? Are kids running to their room or are they coming out to see daddy? Right? What is that? And that's a, that can be a very hard thing to actually swallow. But that starts with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is the culture that you've yeah. created in your home life or in your business life? Do your employees like, do they love to show up to work? Are they on, on point? They, they, they excited to be there. Or is this just like punching a clock? Cause they got to pay the bills. Right. And, and if, if that isn't, if that isn't clear, we got to get everybody clear on the vision, right? Day three, then mm. is structure. And this is so epic. It says in, in the Bible, it says that God peeled back the waters and created dry land and vegetation. 
so amazing because yes, we have the atmosphere. Now we had to create the structure for how were things actually going to work, right? Because we have to breathe air. Animals have to breathe oxygen. And the only way that we can create yeah. oxygen uh, is through photosynthesis, right? Or uh, uh, where, where they're converting carbon dioxide into oxygen and plants are able to grow to produce, yeah. to be able to produce more oxygen. It's incredible that God had a very specific structure in mind before he could create any animals or any any humans for that matter. Um, and it's so amazing that we just serve a God yep. of structure and order. Like, because any of these mm -hmm. days he couldn't create before the other day because it would mess everything right. up. And so many of us- Isn't that amazing? We just, we blitz, yeah, we blitz through these, these simple steps where we, you know, day four- yes. Is order day five is is uh, movement and, and momentum. Most yeah. of us are trying to run through that because mm -hmm. we're, we're like we want to be successful, but we haven't laid the foundation to have proper structure and order and momentum to be able to multiply on mm -hmm. day six, and then never forgetting the Sabbath day seven. I skip, kind of skipped quickly over those last ones, Jimmy. But, no, um, but that's well, the. Flow I'm glad you did because I, listen, I want people to buy the book, so I'm glad <laughs> you didn't go into as much depth because I want them to get this book. Um, what I love about it is God's creative order, right? And he is creating the environment for human flourishing. And I think that's the thing, right? Is, and, you know, let's shift gears just a little bit about the culture in America right now. I mean, that's the environment, the atmosphere. I believe the culture in America is in real trouble. And, but there's hope. There's hope in this, right? There's a revival of sorts. There's people that are seeing what's actually happening. I mean, if you think about it, there is, and by the way, the culture matters. People always ask, well, why do you talk about culture? Because you could put that the best talent in a bad culture and that will fail. But you can take mediocre talent and put them in a tremendous culture and they will thrive. Yes. So we care about the culture in America because business can't thrive if it's, if it's decaying. Human beings can't thrive in that. So we care about it. And what we're seeing is, and you know this, an accelerated moral decay. You know, we're calling good evil and evil good. Yep. We're seeing what I would consider, uh, Riley, is a war on small businesses. You know, mm -hmm. I remember in the COVID days when all the small businesses were told they had to close, but we could keep the big boxes open. And none of that made any sense to anybody who was actually thinking about it. Yep. We've seen 150,000 businesses go out because of it. You know, we see this increased lawlessness. We see increased crime that's threatening the safety of our families. We see in our schools, we're seeing indoctrination of what I would consider confusion, mediocrity, and, and even in some cases, promoting socialism, trying to end exactly what we're talking about, this capitalism, which, which ends up promoting human flourishing. We're seeing all this garbage, right? Yep. And I, I talk about this all the time, but how can we push back, right? Because as you said, we're agents of change. We're to be salt and light. We're ambassadors of the king and bringing his kingdom here. How do we push back against this culture of decay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've lived, lived by a, a philosophy that we have zero to complain about what we tolerate in our life. Uh, we, we have no oh, right boy. to complain about what we tolerate in our life. And I found myself even Big. during the 2020 debacle, uh, finding myself mm. complaining about things too, even complaining about other mm. people where it's like, don't you guys see this is what is happening? Like what you said, like closing small businesses, yet the big ones could be open. Like, don't you see? And then right. I'm sitting there complaining about it. And, and God convicted uh -huh. me so hard on this. He's like, what are you going to yes. do about it? 
What are you going to do about it? And this is this is literally how the King's Council yep. was was formed. Ellie coming into my office. Ellie's wow. my daughter. Uh, she would have been uh, what eight at the time. And uh, and I remember watching all the just the junk that was going on and just like so deflated, yeah. scrolling Instagram, just like this is unbelievable yes. what's happening. Uh, and I remember looking down at her and just thinking, I cannot leave this world the way it is to my yeah. daughter. I can't do it. And I, yes. but then I I had that. Remember our thoughts, our mindsets dictate everything. Immediately, I had doubt put in, and this was the whisper in my ear, yeah. and it was. What, do you, what can yes. you do about it? You're just an entrepreneur. What can right. you do about it? As yeah. quickly I had that whisper, I had another one in my ear that said, if not you, then who? And that was the call to arms yes. where it's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. And that was yes. just the ste stepping out of like, hey, does anybody else feel this way? And turns out a lot of people yes. did, but it takes some cojones, yes. right? For, for those to step out yes. and actually stand <laughs> for truth and fight back darkness yeah. right because that's truthfully what yeah. we're actually going against here in america there is good and there is evil yeah. whether they even are consciously knowing that they're 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 working on the side of evil yeah. that yeah uh, who, who knows right but that's what we're yeah. fighting against right now and how we do this is is sure. by becoming intentional and and this is why i've been come i've yeah. become so uh intentional or even just like infatuated with creating what we call the kingdom economy mm -hmm. right and you hear it with with there's great yeah. companies like public square uh that are now you know fighting yeah. for for what's right and it's like hey vote with your dollar type concept and we understand that but yeah. how many people and this is again especially in the christian community we think that we're being good stewards with money just because we're looking for the cheapest, crappiest thing out there. It's like this woe is me right. victim mentality right. that, oh, I can save mm. three cents at the dollar general. Uh, so I'm going to go buy yes. my whatever it is there versus being intentional and sowing their dollars into other like mindsetted believers. And this is a yeah. crazy thing, yes. Jimmy, uh, just in, in, the, in a faith perspective. If we were able to actually, every Christian, self-professed Christian in America, if we actually did this, right, it, it's mm. every problem on the planet would be solved. Literally every problem. If we actually tithed, if we actually, you know, not even giving above and beyond the 10%, every problem on the in, on, in the world, yes. hunger, starvation, water, everything would be solved. And there would still be about $483 billion left over. This is some of the stats that I lay out in, in, in a couple of my books where it's just like, why, why aren't we? And again, it comes back to because yes. the Bible tells us, hey, you cannot serve both God and money. Right. Or mammon yeah. would be a more proper translation. It's like, well, what the crap is mammon? Mammon is the spirit of money. Yeah. It's the power that money has mm -hmm. over most of us. Right. And if I can't serve both of them, yeah. I had, it's like, well, how do I know who I'm serving? Cause I'm, I'm being a good steward. I'm saving on this money. I'm holding on to it tightly, God. Right. Well, so did, so did yeah. the one of the gentlemen in the parable of the talents. Right. And he was called wicked yeah. and evil and he was cast into the pit. Yeah. But those that actually multiplied, mm. those that actually put their money to use, they served God and made money mm. serve them. Those were the ones that were, yeah. that were called, a well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a little. I'll put you more. Uh, I'll put you in charge of more. 
And this is the mindset yeah. we need to have of the church in America. Mm. That's how we can have yeah. kingdom impact, cultural influence. If we became intentional and we started to sow into each other, sow into each other's businesses, mm. the dollar was able to circulate through the kingdom economy so that we could have influence. The problem is we have... Yeah. It's 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 sickening to me, but the the dollar from, from in the Christian community does not even circulate one time hands. There is no loyalty mm -hmm. amongst kingdom entrepreneurs right. or just Christians in general. Right. And if we became intentional with this, yeah. that's how we can actually have true lasting impact generationally, right? Because I ain't doing this for me, yeah. I'm doing this for my creator, but right. also so that my daughter can still live in the incredible United States of America. It ain't looking yes. pretty, but it begins and it starts <laughs> with, I believe, entrepreneurs. And if we're not willing to step up to the plate and, and become intentional, I don't know yeah. who else will do it. I really don't, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because your your transition to this mindset and to this movement is very similar to mine. I, I actually got to see my daughter in a remote class. She was in high school at the time, and I saw what they were indoctrinating our kids with. Mm -hmm. And I just was appalled. I lost it. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I'm sending my daughter to this school and this school is undermining her faith, undermining her victorious attitude, her work ethic. Uh, we're, I mean, it was just a disaster. And I said, and God woke me up one morning and says, I'm going to change your career. I'm going to change your mission. Um, I'm going to give you a vision for it, but you're going to do it. And I remember thinking, okay, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. I was terrified, yes. knew nothing about this freedom movement. And in two years, I feel like I got a PhD in where we're at. And now we're fighting back in, with a kingdom mindset. So I've got a book coming out this spring uh, called Kingdom Patriots. This idea of being in allegiance to God and Christ and also being able to love your country and preserve the culture. So it's going to be fun. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, I have a we're we're so like-minded in this and i think business is going to play a big role in preserving the culture right and, and there is going to be a cost for courage a cost for boldly standing for truth and righteousness there's no question it's coming no. we see people losing their jobs because of it we see people losing opportunities but i believe that god is going to redeem all of that and we still it doesn't change the fact that we need to be courageous we need to be strong and courageous it's a mandate Yes. You talked a little bit about the parallel economy, and maybe we'll sit here for a minute. How important is it that we do business, like you said, with companies? I want you to get, you gave a stat when you were on that panel about how mm -hmm. other, uh, other cultures keep money within the culture, within the belief system, and how yeah. bad we're at it. I mean, I'm looking now at Bud Light, you know, uh, Target, mm -hmm. Amazon, Starbucks. Harry's razors as something as simple as razors. Yeah. People say, I remember when I first came to Christ and I decided, man, I really want my money to be aligned with my values and my heart and my faith. And I was very vigilant about, you know, uh, doing business with people with the same values. And I've returned to that now. I, I'm a big believer that, hey, my money should go to companies that support the things that I believe in, that don't actively work against that. How important is this? Uh, is it that we put our money where our heart is and that we do use each other's businesses who share our values? Yeah, it's extremely important, Jimmy. I mean, if you even think of how this this country was was founded, it's it, this is a fa founded on Christian beliefs, right? Yes. Like everything, that's what they were were fighting for, uh, and and this is how you can see. I mean, I've seen this in the Minneapolis metro. Mm. 
for multiple times now this has happened uh, where people of, of other faiths, I'll throw, I'll throw those stats out uh, if that's yeah. all right, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. the, the Muslim community, those of the Islamic faith, uh, $1, right? The $1. So I have a dollar bill exchanges hands 11 to 14 times within the, the Muslim community before it ever leaves, uh, meaning maybe that dollar finally goes to a, a Christian, right? Or wow. uh, the, the Jewish community, 11 to 14 times. Uh, the Jewish community is 10 to 13 times, right? And this is why specifically the those of Islamic faith, I've seen this in multiple uh, pockets of, of, of the sub suburban uh, Minneapolis, the yep. metro there, where they can come into an, an environment or a, a city and completely overtake that city culturally yep. because they financially are sowing into each other. They're building wealth. You don't even have to believe in like the supernatural. You just have to believe right. in math and how this works, <laughs> right? It's like, no, duh. They, yeah. they can come in and within three years, Jimmy, they've, they've completely overtaken entire cities. We're talking 70, 80,000 people that have just taken over the cities. And now they're the ones dictating culture, changing yes. laws, making things happen because they, they play the long game. Yeah. And, and most Christians are we're so short sighted on this. It's like, well, God's going to return so I can just, you know, do whatever. It's like, yeah, but we've also been called to occupy. We have been. Yes. This is that scripture. Until he returns, we are to occupy. Yes. And we have to do that by being intentional with where we sow our dollars in yes. the Christian faith. I, I hate even verbalizing this. Mm. There's 11 to 14 in the Islamic faith, 10 wow. to 13 in the Jewish faith. Christians are zero to one, zero to one. So we it's, don't even think about it. We're we not even, it's not even part of the thinking. Not, not even that. And that's the problem. That yeah. is the problem where, again, if we control our thoughts our mindset, now we become yeah. intentional, right? Yes. It's like now we're, we're looking because even if right now I could say name 10, heck name five Christian companies out there. Most people yeah. are going to be like, Oh, Chick-fil-A. Um, maybe yeah. they know Hobby Lobby. Um, well, I think, I think in and out has a scripture verse on some of their stuff. It's like, oh. we think of these things, but like, what about your local plumber? Right. What about the electrician that you hired? What about the people mowing your lawn? What about mm. who takes your family photography? Like who's created your website design? Those right. people are the, as you mentioned, the backbone here, these small business owners that can completely come in and change culture, but it takes money. The number one enemy of every vision is lack of provision. Wow. Right. And this is even just for the church as a whole. We mm -hmm. there's incredible vision for pastors, for for ministries to take place. You know, child sex trafficking, what, what Victor Marx is doing, you know, I'm following him. It's like incredible vision. But at the end of the day, if they don't have money, yeah, they can't fulfill the vision. We can pray all day long. Yeah. But when I read that parable of the Good Samaritan, it's like mm -hmm. that dude had money. If all he had was good intentions. Uh, he couldn't have paid for them to be in the at the end, couldn't have paid mm. for him to be bandaged up and paid when he came back. Right. It's like he had provision and he planned and prepared for it. And mm. we need more epic kingdom entrepreneurs that are planning and preparing for with provision to fulfill yes. the God given vision mm. of, of America. Right. Of, yes. of, we yes. hope we hope it's still there. It, it still can be. But again, it comes back to. What are you going to do? Are you going right. to are you, are you going to become intentional and lock arms with these yeah. like minded people to yeah. truly change culture? I love that. I I even did not really truly make the connection between the dollar 
and culture. Like, like you said, you know, you move to a town and if all of a sudden all the wealth comes into this community because they're using each other for business opportunities and all that money stays in the community, they're going to have incredible influence over time. And I was just thinking, and you know, people say it's too hard. Oh, it's too hard to figure out these companies. It's too hard to figure out where to put your money. I'm like, wow, you know, really it's too hard. Why? Because you have another Netflix show to binge. I mean, I can't even fathom this idea every time I send my dollar somewhere. I mean, I'm going so far as to try to limit my expenses on Amazon and buy from the company directly, knowing that they're a Christian company or or a company Mm -hmm. that supports our pro-American, pro-family, pro-faith values. I'm going to that extent. Am I paying more? Yep. I'm paying a little bit more. I'm actually paying for shipping. Um, but it's making a difference. And the other thing is this, do I, we've, we've proven with Bud Light, with Target, that they are using your dollars against you. So you're handing your money, quote unquote, to the enemy to then target your kids in school and to change the narrative in our media. Do I really want to be funding the opponent? I mean, what, would I hand my game plan over to the other team and say, well, this is what we're going to do? No, yes. I, I certainly wouldn't resource them to do it. But as much as our money has to go into a provision, right, to that vision, it also has to stop going to those who are who are actively engaged against us. Don't you think? Oh, 100%, Jimmy. I'm so glad you mentioned that. It's like it, scripture tells us we're called to sow on good soil. Ah. Yeah, you know, and, and this is where uh, in, in excellence we have to understand that yeah. it isn't about the cheapest thing in, in, in yes. you know, coupon clipping. Like, no, that's not. Yeah, we're not just willy nilly spending money. We are sowing it. If we understand that that concept that way, I would happily buy uh, and mm. sow five dollars extra into somebody versus spending. Right. Wow. Money can, can do yeah. two things. It can be controlled or spent. Right. Mm. It's like you can control it and you can sow it or you're going to spend it and lose it. And, and if we understand that, that's how ultimately we serve God and make money serve us. Most of us, though, are serving money, thinking that we're trying to serve God. And this is, yeah. again, where the enemy has infiltrated our minds uh, yeah. in, in those that just think that it's about lack and, and, and yeah. um, that, that we don't have the ability to control. And so because last I read, oh, yeah. too, man, we serve a God that owns a cattle on a thousand hills and yes. it, we, it's incredible abundance. And it, it's yeah. not like we don't sow to reap, but we do know that that is a principle that actually takes place, right? And if you're sowing into crappy companies, you're also going to reap that as well. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right. So in our final minute, uh, encourage our listeners, give them one or two things that you think, boy, if you were to start somewhere on this whole, uh, on this whole concept, where would you start? And then tell us how to, how to get in touch with you. We're going to put all your information in the show notes so that people can get your books and connect with you personally. Yeah, love it. So just ending on what we just talked about, man, mm. back to, hey, I don't have any right to complain about what I tolerate. So yeah. it's like, well, what are we going to do about this? We've created a directory. It's called kingdomdirectory.com. Mm. And if any of you are business owners, you can literally go in there and register your business for free, right? There there may be an option where it says if you'd like to, to pay 20 bucks or something like that, but you don't have to. Like just register for free, get a profile in there so we know where to find you. Think of it like the, the Angie's List, but for kingdom entrepreneurs. Love that. And, and that's where I know we're you know, nationwide. It's, we're, we just launched this a few months ago, so we're, we're growing here. But this is a directory that, that we provide. And we provide this to churches to lay out, to provide it for a directory for their own 
congregation because unfortunately, just in their local church, most people don't know that there's business owners in the local church. And imagine right. how that could increase the tithe, how it could increase radical generosity if we, yes. we sowed money into each other. So I would say just learn, start to become intentional. And if if if, if you're a business owner, go sign up king, at kingdomdirectory.com. Mm. And uh, we would love to be able to push the this continued um, mm. uh, impact or this cultural impact for the ultimate kingdom, right? It's God's awesome. rule and reign on this earth. Awesome. Riley, thanks so much, man. This has been a, a really, really influential hour. Super grateful for your commitment. Thanks for your friendship and your brotherhood. And uh, we'll be we'll be keeping in touch and, and operating in the same direction for to build the kingdom. Thank you, Thank brother. Thank you, Jim. So great, man.